Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to DDI Guide Dog Users Incorporated Holiday Tales, not to be confused with tales that are wagging, I'm certain, today. Um, we here at DDI are happy to have you in uh, from the community here um, a- on ACB Media and Clubhouse and, of course, in Zoom. And if you're out there listening and you'd like to join us, come on in and do it. We'd love to have you. Over the next hour, we're going to hear from people with their holiday tales about past and present guides and so we do only have an hour. We will take raised hands and we do ask that you stay muted when you're not talking because we are streaming. So let's just leap right in and get started. If you would like to, I, I will just go ahead and begin. I, again, I'm Patty Fletcher and um I have been a member of GDUI for a couple of years now, enjoy it very much. I've started working with people on various things, starting with this lovely event, and I have my second guide from the seeing eye, and his name is Chief Blue. And later in the show, I will share a tale, but I want to hear from all y'all because it's not about me. So let's take a raised hand, Cindy. Don't make us talk to ourselves. Okay, Sue, I'm muted. Okay, okay. Sue Ellen. Hi, Sue Sue Ellen. Hey, Patty. Hey, Um, how you doing? I am doing good. I'm relaxed, and Twig is really relaxed out on the couch. She partied hardy last night. Uh Oh, so Twig's a party animal, huh? Oh, yeah. We went to the holiday party for my work. And because it was in a house, I took off her harness, and oh. she was just on leash. But she—that meant she got tummy rubs and pets and all oh sorts of reasons to wag her <laughs> tail. So now she's just tuckered out. <laughs> well, it's hard being the star. Oh yeah, but um, uh, Twig is my fourth guide uh, from Guiding Eyes. And actually, the tale I wanted to tell is about my first guide, Cal. Okay. Uh, he had just gotten house privileges uh, when we got up the tree, uh, got up our Christmas tree. And I was sitting in my room listening to AT40, and all of a sudden I felt something brush past me, and I heard the sound of somebody settling on their dog bed. Well, here comes my mother, hot on, a, on the heels, trying not to laugh. And she tells me she caught Cal drinking from the Christmas tree <laughs> water stand. And she knew that was a no-no. So she had, and I found that, and after I got done correcting him for doing that, um, I was trying to not stop laughing because as I was going to get the leash, she told me when she busted him and told him, no, he got a paw tangled in the garland oh, no. and just about <laughs> took the tree down. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I'm trying to correct him while <laughs> trying not, laugh. not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because laughing just reinforces, oh, mom thought it was funny. Let me go do it again. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm really glad you're here and uh, stick around because no telling what kind of tales are going to be told here oh, today. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> Me too. It's wonderful. Cindy, we have our next hand. <clears throat> Excuse me, yes. y'all. Sorry. Wow. Well, hey there, Les. Oh, my goodness. Welcome. So glad to have you. you can, uh, there you Thank are. You. Glad to be here. Awesome. Um, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud okay. and proud. I got a new headset. So you I sound wasn't really sure. good, actually. Thank you. Uh, based in there. I'm not that good. Uh, I hope you all have your masks. Because my oh. wife and I came down with COVID. Oh, dear. I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, thank you for being here, even though you feel bad. Yeah. Maybe my dogs are looking at me. I got a terrier and I got a female German Shepherd. And I want to go back to my first dog from Seeing Eye. Um, How many would that be, Liz? Second one. Uh, oh, okay. Good deal. Uh MJ was the first. Lorelai is the second. Uh, a friend and I, we were at a picnic during the summer. Uh, I had the dog about a year and a half, and I had to go to the little boy's room. So the only thing they had was an outdoor bathroom. Yeah, um, the porta potties. Yep. So yeah. I asked my friend, and she's known MJ ever since I got him, and he respects her. He will listen to her. Mm-hmm. And she's standing there waiting for me to get out of the bathroom. Some guy comes out of the parking lot and says to her, I want that dog. <gasps> and you got to remember, MJ was a 95-pound male German Shepherd. Uh-oh. He was big. And the guy says, you better give me that dog. With that, my dog broke away from my friend. She dropped the leash because it got caught in her fingers. All right. The dog ran past the guy, and he jumped on the door. Oh, no. To tell me, Dad, get out here. We got a problem. And he wouldn't stop jumping. And the guy got near him, and my dog turned around and growled and barked at him. The guy made a mistake. He bent down to grab the dog's harness. Oops. MJ says, you ain't taking me. Jumped up and caught him on the end of the nose with his muscle, muzzle. And two people said, he must have taken a good chunk out of it because <laughs> he had blood all over his nose. Oh, my. And the guy started running through the parking lot. And somebody says, you, you want me to get him? I said, no, I think he learned his lesson. <laughs> I, well, my goodness, don't mess with MJ then, right? No, no, he was. <laughs> and the other thing, it was, uh, I didn't know this. I learned because it was my first dog. Sure. When a friend came to the house, MJ would run to the door first. He would stand across the front of the door when I opened the wooden door. And you had the screen door. He would stand across the door. Even if he knew him, he wouldn't let him in until I says, MJ, it's okay. It's Aunt Cappy. He'd back up as soon as she walked in. He was licking her and carrying her. Uh-uh. I says, I love this dog. I had him for six years. And one day, he started walking into things, 
tripping down steps. So we took him to the vet. Poor dog had a brain tumor. Oh, I'm sorry. So I had to put him down. But he was an awesome dog. Let me tell you, I could walk. I used to live in New Jersey. I moved to Georgia. And he, he could take you anywhere you wanted to go uptown. So he knew how to cross the streets. He knew how to look for the cars. And now Lorelei, I taught her a lot. And people say to me, why do you talk to your dogs so much? I says, because they understand 250 words. Yep. If I say, let's go get the M-A-I-L, she comes <laughs> out. And uh, she takes arthritis, uh, arthritis pills and um, allergy pills. Because she's got allergies bad. Right, right, right. And we have the lady It says, give Lorelai her pills. She comes running in the kitchen and she sits there and she looks up at my wife. <laughs> you know, come on, Ma, give me the pills. Well, I know you got other people. I'll stop because like yeah, everybody we else. Could tell, we could tell tales forever, couldn't we, Liz? Oh, you're 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. So, well, thank you for being here, sweetheart. We appreciate I gotta give you. My, I have All to right, give my you gotta give your you gotta do it. Yeah. You guys have a great day, a better tomorrow, and I hope the new year treats you as well or better than you had it this year. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Danette, do we have anybody from Clubhouse? No, not at this time. All right, Clubhousers, we want to hear from you. All right, Cindy, let's have our next hand. Or maybe it's okay. a paw. Okay, Deanna. Hey, Deanna, how are you? Welcome. I'm sorry. That's I, wasn't, okay. I wasn't quite at my computer right That's now. That's <laughs> all right. First um, of all, um, could you introduce yourself and tell us what you if you do anything with GDUI and then share your tale? Well, I'm part of the uh, the um, outreach committee that put this together, along with you and Liz Botner. Um, so um, I have served in several positions on the board at different times, but I'm currently at home with my 10th guide dog and my husband, who's not well. So I kind of dropped off doing outside of the house events. Right. But... Um, Lynn is a three-year-old yellow Labrador, and I asked my trainer for a dog that would engage, be affectionate, and make me laugh every day. And that was my big mistake, because I have a real clown here. <laughs> he does make me laugh I, every I understand day. that. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> when you're a 24-7 caregiver... You know, you can get kind of depressed when you yep. don't see any people for several days in a row. Need or, that laughter, don't you? Yeah, so it, it helps to have a clown in the house, but he's also a very good guide dog. But um, I think that the one I would like to talk about was the one I worked the longest. His name was Gentry. He was my fifth dog. He was a black lab. And we had moved into a new house on Thanksgiving day which was interesting um <laughs> and it was a split level that kept splitting 
because it was actually three stories high and it had this white this staircase that you could see through because they were wrapped with carpeting and it went up the middle so if you were standing at the on the lower level and looking up it looked like a mobius strip going up through the center of the house and uh gentry was quite fascinated when we were putting up the christmas tree which was on the if you started in the basement there were like six flights of stairs so it was on the second uh between the the, the 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 basement stairs and the stairs that went to the entryway to the front door and the kitchen level. So um, they had this big bay window that um, had extra carpeting in front of it. And then there was a rail. And then just beyond that rail, we were putting up the Christmas tree next to the uh, in the living room with a big wood-burning stove in the center of it. So it sort of looked like a ski lodge, and it had some built-in uh, carpeted benches around the side where the where the big window was. And the, the big window area was about six foot by um, probably eight foot, and it was the dog's room because we had three large dogs. So we get the Christmas tree up, and Gentry is up there watching all of this, and the top of it's even with the the balcony that he's on. So he comes around through the kitchen, down the, the stairs, because he sees a big red ball that he's sure I hung on the tree for him. And when he snatched it from the branch, it shattered in his mouth. It was a Christmas ball. And so I'm rushing over to to make sure he doesn't cut his tongue or anything. And he panics because he thinks he's in trouble. And he whips around and and takes tries to take off. And he ends up knocking the whole Christmas tree down. And it falls (laughs) against the uh, ricks around around the wood-burning stove. And uh, all of these old... um, handcrafted glass ornaments get shattered that it belonged to Kurt's grandfather. It was a lovely mess. Um, That wasn't the end of his adventures. My daughter got a um, a bozelle, a hand-braided piece that you use for guiding a horse. It's not quite a bridle. It's more like a Native American type thing. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was hand braided and quite beautiful. She got it for Christmas. She took it up to her room and she didn't put it away. And she looks up to find him appropriating it and running for his life. And she's running down the flights of stairs because she's up on the the third, the fourth level of stairs. So they're whipping around the corners, you know, <laughs> coming down, barreling down the stairs. And, and he did put some teeth marks in it. But I said, honey, it's made out of rawhide. As far as he was concerned, it was a dog chew. Yeah. And uh, um, therefore, it was partly your fault for not putting your tack away and just having it laying there on the floor. Wow. So that was our... Christmas in the new house with my fifth guide dog. Wow. Well, thank you very much for being here, and I appreciate your tale. All right, Cindy. Nellie, 
Hey, Nelly. Hi, everybody. Well, I hey, want hey, I wanted to tell a story about um, Helena, my current uh, seeing eye dog. And uh, she's a little German shepherd and weighs 46 pounds. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know they and came that little. I got her. I got her um, in uh, September of 2019, so I had the, the benefit of working her for a few months um, before everything shut down for the pandemic. So, um, but during the pandemic, we did a lot of um, walking on a local walking path and in areas around uh, where I live, which is partly rural. And so we were on a walking path this one day uh, on the trail, and she does very well um, in trails. And um, all of a sudden, she stopped. And, and I know that it's pretty open. There's very few obstacles there. And, and she stopped, and then she backed up kind of like, like on a traffic check. And then she's like looking to the left and looking to the right and then backing up. Um, my husband, who is a bird watcher, uh, he was way behind us. And then he saw what was going on and he yells out, snake! Oh, and, uh, that was ev not what I expected. Ev <laughs> evidently, there was a large um, gopher snake that was crossing the path and it was totally like perpendicular to us. It was blocking the way oh. where we were going. And she says like, huh, this stick moves. I don't think I'm gonna go past that moving thing, that stick. <laughs> <laughs> she probably smelled it too. So And she, yeah. and she backed up and she looked to the left and she looked to the right. It's kind of like, well, there's no way around this thing. So I better back up. <laughs> Just let that go. We just give that the right away. <laughs> well, and, and she did. So we just we just stood perfectly still, and the snake just went slithering across the pathway and went across and got you know got into the woods on the other side of the trail and went on its merry way. And so did we. <laughs> Very good dog. Very good dog. <laughs> yes. Good Helena. <laughs> snake tech. I never had a snake tech before. I hope I don't get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. That's Thank wonderful. You. Thank you. Danette, do we have anybody from Clubhouse? No, not yet. Oh, my goodness. We're going to have to go in there and wake them up. I hope we're not putting them to sleep <laughs> with our tails. All right. Andy, go ahead, honey. Next hand. Okay, Vanessa. Oh, hey, Vanessa. How are you? Is this Vanessa Lowry or Vanessa yep. or somebody else? It's, no, it's there. Vanessa. Okay, didn't know. Wanted to make sure I had the names right. There we are. Can you hear me now? I had to find the raise You, my, uh, you yeah. are here. Okay. Welcome. Uh, two stories. The first one was my first seeing eye dog, Billy. Um, uh, for a female lab, she was pretty tall, about 24 inches, and forever long. And a lot of labs <laughs> have relatively short tails. She did not. And my mom loved to decorate the coffee table in the den with this Christmas village. And it got to the point where we had to teach Billy, watch that tail, 
and, and she learned it because every time she went by that table with the tail going sweep, sweep, she would clear oh. that coffee table of everything oh, that was on my. it with one or two sweeps of her tail. It was like, whoa. Yep, um, I've been there. Yep. Um, the other thing was just about with, at least while I was still living at home, uh, but even after I, I moved out and purchased a house, you know, I would still go over for Christmas Day. Almost every dog that I had would figure out where its present was under the tree, whether the humans had started their activity or not. And so we'd have to go ahead, you know, rather than digging it out when it got dug out, we, we'd have to go ahead and let the dog not only tear up the wrapping paper, um, <laughs> it was usually a nylon bone or, or something like that. But but of those two stories, the funniest is is Billy and the Christmas Village. I mean, she, she could clear a table, man. That's it, wow. It, yeah. it was, oh, that's wonderful. I, you know, and the thing it's the shame that we cannot teach them to dust. Ain't that the truth? Because she could have done it. They could have done it. Yes. Do you work with GDUI in any way, Vanessa? Um, I have in the past. It's it's been a while, you know. When especially way back when, when when things got really tumultuous, uh, mm. I think we all can remember who and what. Well, yeah, um, that's irrelevant. I was like, yeah. I was like I'm, I'm tucking my tail and I'm running. I'm still a life member, but I was just like, and um, right. Have, Sometimes you have to then, step away, right? And every now and then, I think about ah, oh, maybe I might want to join something. And and I am thinking about the advocacy committee. Um, uh, because I bet everybody in this group has been denied either a Lyft sure. or, or, or an Uber. Um, and that, you know, we very rarely these days get denied from public places. I think pretty much the whole world has figured that out in these here United States. But Lyft and Uber drivers, mm, you know, lawsuit or not. You haven't got it there, have we? We ain't got it. Nope. Well. Nope. Thank you very much, and I look forward to being around you more in the future. All right. Next tail, I mean hand. Okay, Anthony. Hey, Anthony, how are you? <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm, please, voice, stay with me. Hey, well, happy holidays, everyone, and happy hey. holiday tails. <laughs> yeah. Are you wagging today? You got lots of tails in your house, don't you? Oh, they're always wagging. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one eye opens and the three of them are pouncing on the bed. So, <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> so my three is a slight bit risque, but I'm going to keep it very friendly, friendly, and not say anything that you know good, would be good, questionable. Good, good. We are streaming. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Um, my very first year home at Bodie, and we were matched on November 6th. So I sat Thanksgiving out because, you know, the schools, they're right, but they scare the heck out of you about, you know, people feeding your dogs and all those things. Um, and, you know, how you have to m m match and bond, you know, bonds and all of that mm -hmm. before you go around people. Right. So it was my niece's first Christmas Eve hosting. Um, and she was in a townhouse, which, you know, every floor is a different room kind of thing. And there's a whole bunch of us. I have a huge family. Um, so there's a whole bunch of us there. And I kept them on harness for like the first two hours. And everybody's, oh, let them walk around. Uh -oh. I feel so, you know, all of that. So I finally, I, I relented. I let him off harness. And um, he was good. He was very good. 
somebody did feed him a piece of meatball. Um, and I know this because I smelled his breath. Yeah. Um, when you know, when <laughs> when no one would cop to doing it, I said, I, I I know my dog. I know he just ate something. And you know, so then I smelled his breath and I could figure out it was meatball. <sighs> but I digress. Um, about two hours later, I, I reached down to to pet him and he's not there. And I'm like, Where's Bodie? Oh, Everybody's Bodie, where's Bodie? Where's Bodie? Um, and so now I start calling him and I hear all the way from the top of the townhouse, tick, 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 tick. Then come the stairs. So, you know, three levels down and he's at the top of the stairs to the level we're on. And all of a sudden the room goes deathly silent. And my niece jumps up and goes, oh! and she literally went running out the door. Um, and my funniest dance said, oh, well, he found Jessica's toys. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, oh, I'm not going to ask any questions about those toys. Yes, but it was, it, it, they are still talking about it to this day. No That's a conversation you and I'll have sometime just between the two of us. I want that full tale. All right. Thank All you, right. Anthony. Merry, that merry was happy, everyone. Merry, merry New Year. Yeah, that's a great one. Oh, oh boy. Mm, you never know what your dogs are going to do. It's always just a good idea to keep them on the leash and walk around and let them introduce themselves. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Clubhouse? No, no, no hands. I'm going to have to hire people to go in clubhouse. All right. All right. So let me see here. All right. Who is next, Cindy? Angela. These are some interesting tales. Hi, Angela. How are you? Hi, I'm fine, ladies. Hey. How is everybody? Wonderful. Glad to have you. Well, um, I try... To make your calls. Anyway, I don't have a guide dog, but I have a gentleman in my building who does. She's a beautiful German shepherd. And uh, Christmas Day, she was out there in the foyer. And I know you're not supposed to call them by their name because they're working. Right. And I said, hello, Paul. I said, Merry Christmas. And I said, Merry Christmas, puppy. And she went, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> I said, see, she said Merry Christmas back. That's great. <laughs> She's a it. smart. Oh, she is smart. She's very smart. I understand sometimes German shepherds can be talky, so I don't not surprise that. Oh, she, she I am. Wish, no, I am. No, I am not. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> That's but so it's so fabulous. funny. Yeah. I said, you think she understands? And she said, yeah, I think she does. <laughs> I think they understand a whole lot more than what I we do. I do. Yeah. There, I do, too. Sometimes it's our to our detriment. But, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. That's a great tale. Thanks for sharing it with you. With oh, us. you're welcome. And Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you for your support for us. Thank you very much. All right, Cindy. Okay. Linda. Hello, Linda. All right, Linda. Hi there. There you are. <laughs> yeah, this is Linda Yaks, and I am a life member of GDUI, but I oh, awesome. do not have a guide dog right now, but I have six of them. And, oh, uh, you have plenty so, of tails then, I have no doubt. 
Oh, yes, and they like to wag and get into trouble. Um, the story I'm going to tell is when Robbie taught us that you do not leave uh, anything edible under the Christmas tree. Oh. And uh, my son used to give his dad chocolate-covered cherries every year for Christmas. And there were two boxes under the tree, one from each of the two kids that they had at the time. And uh, we came home to uh, the results of having eaten chocolate cherries. And oh. yeah, it was a terrible ordeal in the living room. But that same dog decided one year, I don't know who threw a turkey carcass in our yard, but he got into the turkey oh, carcass and was sick. really, really sick. sick. And I can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. And so, but... People, wanted, people think they're doing us a favor or being nice to our yeah. dogs when they do that, and it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. But, but one of the stories I want to tell that was such a, it was my first dog, Paul, and I was standing on the corner of 44th and Kipling in Wheat Ridge, Colorado, and um, we we had been together for maybe six months or so. You know, they say it takes, it takes something to really cement that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I had the light, and I told him to go, and we stepped down, and he leaped in front of me and shoved me backwards so hard, I almost fell. And a van full of teenagers went by us, and I felt the air from the big mirror. And uh, as soon as we were, as soon as that thing was gone, of course, you know, then he just straightened out and went straight across the street. People stopped and said, oh, we thought we were going to see you dead so, you know, those kind of things just really, they happen, they're real, and they really cement that relationship. And I knew from then on I was safe with Paul. Oh, that's awesome. So. Yeah, those things really do happen. There's always a moment for all of us who are guide dog handlers when we feel that bond lick. And it's uh-huh. probably, the, the, probably there's no other feeling in the world like it. Before I let you go, Linda, um, you mentioned being a life member of GDUI. Can you tell us what that means to be a life member of GDUI and why you chose to to commit to being a life member of an organization? That's a big well, deal. I'm a life, life member of ACB National also. And okay, I, yeah. um, We've got you, you know, forever then. Awesome. <laughs> I, 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 joking, I jokingly tell people now, this is how you protect your financial future because I don't have to pay dues every year. Yeah. And <laughs> to think about it anymore. It's just done over with. <laughs> yeah. And, but I've, I've always been a supporter of GDY ever since I've been a member of ACB. And uh, I was really happy a few years ago to be able to, to, to give a um, life membership. And uh, uh, even though I don't have a dog anymore, I'm still a huge supporter of everything that you guys do. And um, so, yeah. Well, we're just tickled to death to have you. And, uh, Thank you for being here. Appreciate that. Thank you, Patty. Thank you guys for all that you do. Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year. Denise? Any housers? No. Okay. So I'm just going to let you interrupt me after uh, when we're in between calling on people, if okay. people decide to talk to us from okay. there. Okay. Sounds good. And, Thank I, you. and I tell you what, while I have you, would you like to yeah. share your tale? Sure. So um, 
this year, this is about my Mr. Mayor. He is dog number five, and I've probably been involved with DUI since 2010. And my apartment complex sent out an email to everybody, wanted us to send a photo of our fur babies. So I thought everybody, there's a lot of dogs here. I thought everybody was going to send a picture of their dogs like in a Christmas costume or something. Well, what I did, I didn't have any pictures of Mr. Mayor and Christmas or anything. So what I did was I sent a picture of Mayor's fourth birthday. He is sitting very handsomely with big brown eyes and a big giant smile on his face. Well, because I sent them that picture, Mr. Mayor got a $50 Petco card. There you go. Oh, how cool. Congratulations, Mr. Mayor. I know. That's so know. cool. Well, Merry <laughs> Christmas to Mr. Mayor. That was fantastic. Yes. Thank, thank you All very right. much. Thank you. Wonderful. You're welcome. Cindy, would you like to quickly tell a tale? Well, I guess. This my new dog is you know he he's so quiet and he, he just waits for me to tell him to do something or go somewhere. But anyways, with my first dog Gardenia, um, I had her exactly a month to the day. Well, the night before her monthly anniversary that we had come home, we went out down to D.C. to a big dinner with a bunch of us you know, uh, with a bunch of people, and somehow I got the wrong coat. And the other person, we, I mean, they were identical, the same size, the same color, the same brand, everything. But when she got home, she realized it had a name tag in there because I had been to a meeting that day for work. And so that's how she really knew it wasn't hers. And she said she had a hole in her pocket. Well, I think I did too. But anyway, so the next day, <laughs> you know, I had not been on the subway with the dog yet. I was going to go in the next day or two to, you know, just to uh, go with the mobility instructor to work the subway system. And she'd done New York, of course, but not the D.C. rail. And I could target the gates and all this kind of stuff. So I called Mary Beth and I told her what happened. I said, I got to switch because this person who had my coat was going back to California. Oh. And I said, so for a month. So I said, you know, it'd be kind of, we need to get our coat. So she came over and we took the subway downtown and I trained uh, Gardenia to the gates and all this kind of stuff. And she crossed in front of me when we got on the platform, which was perfect. Got down to where we were going. We had to switch, sub uh, switch. you know, when we got to Metro Center, we had to switch lines, go downstairs. She, I was so proud of her. So we switched. We look like two drug dealers because we stood out and <laughs> just transferred codes. Oh my know? gosh! Yeah, and they they do that in the subway system. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. a good sign. No. So what we did is, so I was so proud. We came back. She did the subway perfect. She didn't need cues. We get to my house. I was so pleased, and I told everybody. I said, "Oh, shit, this is a good one." So it was kind of quiet. So I said, "You know, I have something for your kids." I had made. Christmas cookies, snowballs, chocolate chip, all all kind, you know, sugar mm. cookies. And I had them in a Christmas tree, like, designed platter. And so I, I had leftovers, and I had it all wrapped up. And then I had some leftover snowballs, and I put them in a dish. Well, they were in the kitchen on the counter. Uh -uh. Well, you find out that day, 
she says, okay, I guess I am a keeper. So I went in. I said, you want some? Said, I'm dying for some snowballs. So I went in, and I went, they're not here. Oh, and she, no. Mary Beth, comes in and says, well, there's a plate in the middle of the floor. So I went, oh, no. A counter surfer. Now, she had never Mom, done that. Mom's already said, I'm good. I can stay. Yeah. And, you know, so Mary Beth came in the living room. Now, the dog had not been on the bed, on the furniture, or anything. You're right. Until that day. She started uh, laughing. She said, Ordina's face is full of powdered sugar. Oh, my goodness. And, oh, my God. How do we keep I from couldn't... killing our dogs? Oh, my. Yes. <laughs> and so that afternoon, I was going to the vet to meet the vet, just to say hi. This is the uh, guide dog, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to marinate my chicken. Oh, no. So I did, and I had marinated some chicken, and we came back. I put it in the oven, I thought, and it was in there. And I took it. I said, "Why don't I smell it?" She had already got this. Oh, <laughs> for heaven's sake! Nothing oh, on the God. counter ever again. No, nothing. And so we that, oh, I had to put a. I, they did tell me how to prevent that. Her puppy razor did, hmm. and so she told me what to do, and it worked. Wonderful. But I'm going to tell you, Patty. This last a year ago, I went to Guiding Eyes to get Mister Goodman here, and he wears his bow tie. You know, very faithfully every day. He has on a bow tie. Mm. And I came home and her puppy razor, Gardenia's puppy razor, had her. She had two because her initial razor had to go to Florida because her mom had had a stroke. So mm. the first two or three months, she stayed over near Penny's house at her puppy, ra at the other razor. So I, she kept Goodman while I was at Guiding Eyes. The day I came home, Gardenia died that night. She had oh, an aneurysm. And I had introduced them on the phone through FaceTime. And I think Gardenia just said, I can go now. And oh. she just had been chasing deer up and down the fence line all afternoon. And that night I got, I was here. I took Goodman out for his evening walk and I was teaching him the where to put the bag in the box and the, mm -hmm. you know, the house. And Gardenia was going to come home on Monday. And I get a call, and I got a tech emergency. And between their house and my house was the emergency center. So Ed dropped off Gigi and Gardenia. He picked me up. And, I mean, it was like 15 minutes all the, from them to leave there right, to get right. drop her off to get to me. She did know I was there. And they said, well, we hear all this fluid in her lungs and her stomach. It's everywhere. They x-rayed her. And she had had an aneurysm. Wow. And so I guess she felt Goodman was here and she, and she could good. go now. I can leave now. And all was wow. good. I can go. And he does do things she did, like he steals all the tea towels and mm -hmm. puts them under the coffee table. And he did that at Penny's house when he was there, too. Mm -hmm. And wow. uh, he also, uh, when the cat's almost finished eating, he takes his dish oh. and puts it under the coffee table. Well, that's, that's what well, she did. Well, so I don't know, but I'll tell yeah. you, having these dogs is a blessing. It is indeed. It Let's is take our next blessing. hand. All right, thank I'm you so looking much for here. sharing. Um, Let's have some pause. Okay, we have, we have. Oh, you want me or Danette? No. Oh, see, you're gonna let Danette. Yeah, Danette will holler at us. Okay, we She'll have, bark at us. Right. That's right. Okay, <laughs> we have two re repeats. Okay, Deanna. <laughs> Go for it. Before we do that, do, we don't have anybody who's not talking. No. Okay. Mm -mm. 
All right. Go ahead, Deanna. Okay, now, Deanna. Now you guys have time, so let's hear from you. Yeah, I was just filling in. So you shy ones that are sitting there just listening, come on, share your stories. Um, well, having had 10 dogs, I actually um, was in the December class for my eighth dog. And that's the class. It's all retrains. So all of us have had dogs before. All of my 10 dogs have been from the seeing eye. And um, I always like to go to New York City um, because it's kind of a test of how well my dog and I are, are communicating. Mm -hmm. So my partner, number eight, was a beautiful little dark chocolate lab with amber gold eyes. Absolutely gorgeous little guy. But he was very gentle and timid. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a challenge. And we get to the city. And um, I put a jingle bell on his collar. And he seemed to like it because he would bounce extra when he walked <laughs> just to jingle it. And <laughs> so um, as we're walking through the crowds and going past, <sighs> you know, the, the, uh, the big park and, you know, all around – he is just having the time of his life, jingling his bell and bouncing here and bouncing there and zigging and zagging. It sort of reminded me of a dog playing Frogger <laughs> because, you know, he would bounce to the left. Then he'd bounce to the right and ring his chimes and people would look down and they would step aside. So he very quickly picked up on, oh, if I make noise... They'll move. People will get out of our way. <laughs> it's like a horn. Oh. <laughs> so um, ever after, he was the dog that wore bells everywhere because it helped with his timidity and it helped with um, with canes and stuff. When we were in situations where a lot of cane users were, he would mm -hmm. especially shake his whole little body as he saw a cane was walking towards him and then they would either stop or they would go around us and give mm -hmm. us room. Quite helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So we were walking down this street and it was kind of narrow between a, a bus stop bench and a parking garage. And somebody was coming towards us with a cane, you know, whacking the pavement hard. And he jumped across in front of me and did a complete body block, shook his bells for all he was worth. And it was like, I'll take the hit if, you know, if he, <laughs> he doesn't stop. And the man stopped. And I said, thank you so much. Just stand where you are and we'll walk around you. Yeah. And then you can continue. And I said, then just past this bench is an open door to a parking garage. And beyond that is the hotel if you're at the conference. And, uh -huh. and so, you know, he said, thank you. And, and we went past. So, each dog teaches us something new, and yeah. my little Christmas chocolate box was full of surprises, and uh, as they all are, everyone that's, is different and special. That's wonderful. So before we take any more hands, I'm uh, going to call on and introduce our president, Sarah Calhoun. I see you here in the audience, and I'd like to give you a moment to introduce yourself Talk a little about the organization and share a tale if you'd like. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, thank you, Patty. You're welcome. For, um, I'm good at uh, grabbing people uh, out of the audience. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Oh, and I hope everyone had a wonderful uh, holiday and looking forward to the 2024. And uh, I want to thank Liz Botner as well and um, Deanna Noriega and Patty Fletcher for uh, putting this call together. So we have a a, a great uh, board and people who are, you know, anxious to do things for GDUI and, and have these gatherings. I think this is great. It's so much fun listening to the stories of our dogs and they are such a blessing uh, to all of us. And um, one little story I do have is um, I've been friends with uh, two other ladies since seventh grade. We've been best friends. And so it's been a few years. My 50th, uh, uh, high school graduation is coming up next year. So they, you kind of know how old I am. Um, but I was having them over uh, for the day so we could just chat. And uh, I had um, put out some of those little puffy mints. They're, you know, little pastel colors, just kind of fun to put them on the coffee table. And I was yeah, I like buzzing that. around, getting ready. Yeah, yeah. And I, I come back out. And um, I had my first guide dog, Tico, a black male Labrador. And I I could hear him and his tag, <laughs> you know, hitting the coffee table. And I was like, what? And I went over and the mints. He ate all the mints. All oh, well, he had nice breath, didn't he? <laughs> he did. He was he ready did. for doggy kisses. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's a good thing it was Mia, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> really. Yeah. So that was that was fun. But Oh, my. Yeah. Well, well thank, thank you, everyone, oh, this for is calling a in. a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, it is. Of fun. I, we could do this all day long. Oh, absolutely! I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We have about fifteen minutes left, though. Okay. So, uh, thank you thank so you. much. Thank I'll you, see- everybody. Have a yeah. good New Year. I also see Penny Reader here, and she is also very active in the organization. Penny, would you like to say a few words? Hey, Patty. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, You're welcome. Liz, Liz, got, bu- Liz coordinated us. She gets all oh. the credit. I'm just here. Well, I Liz don't is see fabulous. her. I don't know where she's at, but she's, if she's oh, here, she's, she better she's pop her hand up. for Christmas, I think. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I don't really have any, any particularly oh. holiday-related stories, but I agree with Sarah and with everyone else that's spoken. Like, mama, 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 you know mama. that the, yeah, all of our dogs bring so much humor to our lives. And, Hang on, and Penny. Such, if we uh, could please mute until you are yeah. called on, that'd be great. I'm going to get her. Thank you. Okay, go ahead, Penny. <laughs> Cindy's going to get her. Um, <laughs> and they take such good care of us. So, uh, Oh, come on. So we have a lot to uh, a lot to celebrate, and uh, GDY has a lot of uh, wonderful advocacy things going on. Um, I we we uh, we we're good at sharing stories, but we're also good at standing up for one another. Um, yes. And we're we're working on the issues with Uber and Lyft, and we're also working on the issues with uh, those terrible forms that we have to fill in to <sighs> get on a plane, and then we hold our breath. About them. <laughs> waiting to uh, hoping that they're going to accept our form. So uh, GDY is, is busy working on all of our behalf too. So uh, thank you for doing this and happy holidays to everybody. You're most welcome. 
All right, Sandy, we have just a little time left. Do we have any more hands? Babe? Yes, you have. We have okay. three previous people with their hands up, but we have two new ones. Let's take two new ones. So I'm going to newbies. Good All right, um, Andrea. Hello, Andrea. How are hi. you? Hi, 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 hi. Uh, uh, I am not affiliated with the GDUI at all, other than the fact that I do have uh, my second guide dog. Well, we hope um, to get you in a, as a member one day. <laughs> it's not that I've not heard no about pressure. you. But... No pressure. No <laughs> pressure. <laughs> Obviously. But um, I've been listening. Uh, I didn't come in right from the beginning, but um, one of the gals talked about the traffic check and how that cemented her bond. And it immediately thought about the day I was in class with my first guide dog that was in August of 2008. And um, and that bond was developing. I knew that. And because I, I was a first-time guide dog user, I didn't know what to expect. We were about two weeks into class. And uh, there was a technique for sitting in a chair and how our dog was supposed to be uh, go under the table around our feet and then come out on the left side and face out so the dog's body is under the table. Easier said than done. <laughs> well, he, he had been... He, <laughs> my second dog doesn't do that at all, but my first Blue, was very... Blue wants to be under the table so he can look for things falling. I... <laughs> well, anyway, the uh, he we were about two weeks into class, so he'd been doing it well for most of the the previously to, to this particular right. incident. But I sat down in the chair and um, I he was on my right side and I wanted him to go under and I'm like, he wouldn't do it. And I'm like, okay, what do I do? The person, there was a, another handler, experienced handler sitting on the other side and he was already in place. And so I stood up and I thought, well, let's rework this. This, this is, I guess, what I'm supposed to be doing. I did it again. He still wouldn't go under the table. And I'm like, mm. oh, no. And I said to the man on the other side, I said, what do I do? And he says, well, I, I yeah, just, you know, keep trying. And I stood up and I kind of like looked around, even though I couldn't see. And I right, said, is right. anybody here? And nobody responded. Well, <sighs> it turned out that the trainers were watching me to see what I was of doing. Of course they were. So I sat down again. <laughs> And I tried for the third time to get my dog to go under the table and he wouldn't do it. And I was starting to get upset. So I called out again. I didn't stand up that time. And they could see that I was in tears because yeah, yeah. I didn't know why my dog would go to under do. the table. Yeah. And so the trainer came over and she knelt down in front of me on my left side and she coaxed the dog and tried and tried and he would not and he put his head under my right arm Aww. like he was trying to climb up into my lap Aww, and <laughs> it was just I knew that he thought I was going to protect him well it turned out <laughs> the man on the other side his dog was laying there but he wasn't looking out the way he was supposed to was Aww. a German was a German shepherd and that same dog had kind of snarled at him in the van one day. 
And I did not realize it was the same oh, man on the oh. other side with his dog. So he didn't want to go so, under there because he felt he like he was going to get beat up. Yeah, <laughs> right. Even though the dog that was there had not done anything to him, he just like, you know, when we were walking right. out of the van to get into our chair. And, but he just, it was, so, it. Yeah, it was so sweet. <laughs> but, oh gosh, it just, it made me think about that time. So the, those bonds are really special uh, when they do I, something that lets us yeah, know that they really. They depend on us and, yeah, they, and we depend and, on them. Yeah. Exactly. It's a two-way street. So thank you and You're happy holidays, welcome. everybody. Happy holidays. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Cindy. Okay, you have nine minutes and right. 12 seconds, and you have several hands that are repeats, oh but we oh. also have two who have not spoken. So, we're so take Janet, yeah. yep, Janet, you're up. Hello, Cindy. How are you? Uh, hope you're doing hi. well. Um, hi, I Janet. just want hey, Patty, I just wanted to come in and say Happy New Year to you and all your fuzzy friends, and I have a quick story if I can tell it. You may. I try, I'll try to be quick. I don't have a guide dog, but I had a uh, friend who, who had a guide dog at one time, or she was learning how to use a guide dog with a friend's guide dog. And anyway, she told her, she told the guide dog to, let's go outside. Well, the dog saw a door and he said, okay, we're going to go this way through the door. They ended up in the beer cooler. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> They ended up in the beer cooler. I didn't want you to go to the beer cooler. I wanted you to take me outside. Well, maybe the dog needed a drink. Oh my goodness, that's great. I, I think I think the dog uh, has slapped up a little uh, bit of beer when he when he was alive. Oh my goodness, that's funny. But I I, I had to give you. I had to give you a laugh because that's, that's that's a funny story that I had yeah. to I had to tell on behalf of my friend. So. I thought you were gonna say so. Uh, Campbell, when I would tell him in the mall, let's go outside. And I was trying to teach him to connect with that main door in and out. He mm -hmm. would in inevitably hit the fire door and set off the alarm. Oh my! <clears throat> how many times we did that? I don't know, but yeah, awesome. Well, thank you for being here. Let's yeah, have you, 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 y'all have a great holiday. We'll see you, you later. Too. Thank you. Wanted to get wanted to get patio laughed. All right, thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Okay, Jane, you're up. Well, Jane, hi there. Yeah. Hi. I was hoping you would make it. I did, I did. So here it goes. One of my former guide dogs, my all-time favorite high benchmark guide dog, and I, plus my husband, were greeting for the first time our son's then fiance's mother, who was a nurse. And nurse Linda came to visit, and she thought she knew all there was to know about how to be around a blind person because, you know, we're all sick and she knows how to fix people. Oh. So we offered her a drink. You know, what would you like, a cocktail? And she opted for a white Russian. With Anyway, so we got that going. And there was still just a little bit of, you know, first-time fiancé's mother visiting, la, 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 stress going on. And so we said, well, how about we show you our house so you see our house? So she thought, I know what to do. I need to put my drink out of the way so Jane won't knock it over somewhere down the line. So she very carefully set it under the end table. 
Oh, Lord. Hmm. That's not what I said. I, I, I can't even imagine what you said, and we don't want to say it here. <laughs> no. So, so we get done with our little tour, and we come back, and she goes, oh, oh, I, I, I think, uh, I think your dog drank my drink. And I go, <laughs> you what? He did what? And I thought, I've got to call poison control. That's got, you know, some vodka in it. Yeah. It's got some chocolate. Uh, yeah. It's got, oh, my gosh. So I call the vet, and the vet starts laughing. She goes, <laughs> I know you, and I know this dog. How tall was the glass? Well, it was as tall as my hand. Uh, and it was a third this, a third that, and a splat this, and a splat that. She said, he's going to do one of two things. He's either going to go to sleep for a while, or he's going to puke his guts out. And you'll know. Sleep, yeah. <laughs> you'll know which is which in a minute. <laughs> yeah. So so I was able to keep my cool. And this wonderful dog comes low crawling over to me. <laughs> Put his head in my lap and that was that. So yeah, was oh that God, was a holiday a memory party. that I, I hope <laughs> we never return. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jane. That was great. Yes, yes ma'am. The moral of the story is do not let mother-in-law put drink under end table <laughs> or just maybe just don't invite mother-in-law <laughs> over period yes that's how that turned out <laughs> yeah. thank later, you very, very much bye-bye yeah do we have okay. any newbies uh if we have no newbies okay um so uh, you have we have about repeat okay and you so have three minutes yeah so we have about three minutes um and since everybody has talked we're not going to take any more hands at this late date um, I would like to first thank everybody. I've seen anywhere between 18 and 19 people. That's a lot for a Saturday. I know there are a lot listening in other places and you guys are awesome. And I just like to, uh, thank Cindy and sorry about the confusion at the beginning. Everybody stressed the end of the year. <laughs> it's that last day. Eek! And, um, we got so turned on. We get turned on, but that's okay. We get turned off again, and we do what we have to do because we love doing it. So, um, you know, stuff happens. But anyway, um, you know, I've had two guide dogs, and um, the blue is my second. And uh, a lot of people know that um, Bubba was my heart dog. And as old as I am in my health, I don't know if I'll have a third one. Blue has really... Uh, turned into a great dog we've overcome a lot of obstacles and this year on christmas i was standing in front of the little uh altar shrine thing i made for my animals that have passed and i had my hand on top of bubba's urn and on top of that was a stuffed uh squeaky sheep that had been his last toy and i thought to myself this sheep is not doing any good up here Bubba, what do you think? And it was like a thought came to me and said, I don't need this anymore. I'm at the Rainbow Bridge and I'm busy. So you give that to Blue. And I did. And 
after he finished wallowing it to pieces, licking it all over and getting his scent all over everything, I was sitting in the floor and he came over, never done it before, sat down in the middle of my lap and proceeded to wallow all over me as if to say, you are mine and I am yours and we don't need Bubba anymore. And it was a very mm-hmm. healing moment for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. And thank you so much.